Um, there was an outbreak at our office, so we had to do something a little bit different. Um, employee 629873421 was immediately fired upon realizing that he had not worn a mask uh, at his own home, which we do require when you go home. That is so. a good, that's a good point, Cam. I've been meaning to talk to you about this uh, this new policy you've put in place uh, because I know you were spearheading the entire thing. You said masks at home, not in the office. Uh, can you, right, can you, can you die? I don't want to wear a mask. Right, and and I don't want to see people. Uh, you know, I I want to see what they're saying with with their whole facial expressions. Yeah. Yeah, it's very difficult when you try and tell a joke to someone and it's just your eyes and you're like, oh, I can't make sarcasm because you're, you're basically reading a book and you, yeah, I don't know. Or, There's um, not much to it. Or, or a little subtle uh, uh, eyebrow raise you might give. Continuing tonight on Two C's in a Pod. 96.7 on your... Two C's in a pod, 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 two C's in a I, I never get asked for ID anyways. No? No. I'm, See, I find I never did before, and now I start wearing a mask. I have beautiful young eyes, and I look like I'm nine. Um, but then I take it off, and then they see this, um, you know, seven-inch beard that I'm hiding behind it. They can't see your Sorry, facial hair, Cam. That's what no, sets us apart from the children. That's why we do it. That's exactly why we do it. Cameron, why don't you tell the folks apart. at home what they're listening to? Uh, you're listening to uh, two guys that uh, are dealing with an outbreak at their office. Uh, one named Cam McClare, one named Cam Osborne, who do a weekly show called Two C's in a Pod, brought to you by a bunch of people who contribute to this show. Uh, there's Corporate Bill, Corporate Dan, Lawyer Susie, and uh, Janitor Jeff. Thank you all to support that, plus the other hundreds of people who work very hard at our, um, at our office. We'll hopefully employ you back soon. I know Serb's running out, but, um, you know, you weren't getting paid much to start with, so it's not making a huge dent. What a fantastic intro that was, Cam. That is right. This is two C's in the pod. In case you didn't catch that amongst whatever whatever, whatever, whatever the hell you were just saying there, this is the two C's in the pod podcast. Uh, where are you listening to the podcast, folks? I don't know. Are you, a, are you an Apple Music listener? Are you a, a Spotifyer? Let us know. Two C's in the pod at gmail.com. Can get the stats on that? Uh, well, I, I want to know from the listeners, you know, I mean, uh, of course I can sift through the data, the information, but that is hundreds and I mean hundreds of thousands of emails for me to sift through and figures and numbers and statistics. That's just too much. And, uh, maybe listeners can just let us know themselves. Two season, the pot at gmail.com. Two season, pot at gmail.com. Um, Hey, Cam. Hey, Cam. Do you ever see someone's shoe, like one one shoe on the side of the road, and you think to yourself, what poor bastard lost one shoe, not two? How the hell did this happen? 
in what damn circumstance could this have happened? I know, and wouldn't it be more embarrassing if it was your shoe? Thanks, Cam, for the quick recap of last week's podcast. Um, of course, as we know, Cam left his shoes on the hood of the car and drove away, and then it kind of stood on the uh, stayed on the car for a kilometer or two. Um, so, thanks for bringing this a, back up. Bring this, bring this all back together. Bring this back all together. I learned what most of the time those shoes are from. Okay, okay. Car crashes. Oh, that's sad. I know. Because as you know, you get get in an accident. The first thing to go is your shoes. Right. Oh, they just fly Uh, right off. I wouldn't have thought this. Maybe from motorcycles. um, But I did learn that uh, with a little bit of uh, being a little more questioning myself. So uh, for all you listeners at home, uh, next time you see a shoe, unless it's mine, uh, be aware that there could have been an accident there. So uh, take your headphones off. Take your AirPods out, folks. Take your AirPods out or um, tie your shoes a little tighter. I think um, both are viable solutions. Do you think that thing where, like, do you remember going up escalators as a kid and you'd be worried that, um, like, your shoe lace would get caught in the escalator and then you just lose your whole body? I was never worried, worried about, about it, but, yeah, I that they, they told us that. Yeah, I, how true do you think that is? I, I zero. Like a shoelace would rip. Zero. It's zero <laughs> percent true. Also, what if you have like a super strong shoelace and they're like <laughs> tied so tight to your feet? You have a heavy duty Mark's Work Warehouse style shoelace. Cam, no, I think uh, shoelace or no, like, shoe strength stronger. aside, what would happen? You're, it's gonna suck your. I know. I haven't seen an escalator in a while. That being said, it has been a long time since I've seen an escalator. I dare I even say uh, two months. Two but months. I'm, but I'm pretty yeah. sure if I can remember escalators properly, and Cam, I'd love to hear your feedback on this. There's no way, uh, like a like a, your your body could fit in that little in in the little slot where. The, the the stairs kind of start revolving, correct? I mean, unless well, they've a, changed that. It's like that. a saw trap, though. See, underneath underneath where the things scoop back in, it's a series of saws that just. That's why they're so noisy. Oh, so you're not um, so you're not saying it's a saw trap, i.e., like the film series Saw. It's like a series of adventures. No, you're saying it's actually a trap made of saws. Yes. So yeah, exactly. So your foot gets sucked in. It tears that apart, which then tears out your foot. Then your leg goes to your knee goes to your hip and next thing you know you're inside of a hot dog next thing make hot dogs folks next thing you know um and there you have it you know if you uh don't buy into the don't buy into the hype you're not going to get your foot caught in an escalator uh that's where why some people wear sandals or crocs when you go to your elevator what's like protocol in the elevator as like one person in the elevator when you go at your place pretty much like two too and you guys sit in opposite corners yeah you you, yeah yeah they, they gave they added chairs they added chairs so we can sit in opposite corners opposed just standing really? because it was like 32 seconds it's like 32 seconds to take that elevator all the way up um and about and about 30 yeah. going down i've yeah yes you a lot of fat people in your building a lot of did they actually put they actually did no 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 you said oh, okay <laughs> you said was, sit and i was just uh i was just giggling away at your uh your turn of phrase if i may i think i just because i live in a, a house that has its own entrance to it um every time i do go to an apartment I'm like oh man like this is so much more of a thing where you do have to interact with your neighbors 
right? Yeah, you, well, you have a lot more neighbors in a more concentrated area. You may pull into your driveway every night, Cam, and see the people next door or see the people across the street. But, uh, you know, I guess, yeah, there's eight or seven other uh, apartments on this floor. Yeah, no, and then no. 32. One, two, three, four, five, six. There's six per. So there's five other five neighbors, you know, and then of course all the floors. And then people. you say two people per thing, right? Yeah, three out three elevators. Um, you know, they're working overtime. They're working overtime. I'll say it. So six times thirty-two times two. So we're looking at like about four hundred people almost um, that I, are like go in this building. Well, I mean, and that's assuming that each. Uh, apartment is one person, right? A lot of couples who live here. There's a few. I mean, this is an apartment of two. There's a few families also. Probably, like, you may see, like, four. Like, you know, uh, two parents and a couple kids. I wonder if there was, like, one person that had it, how quickly it would spread between, like, the buildings. You never know. never know. Maybe there has. Maybe there will be. Who knows? But you know what? The people here don't come to hear about the things that are in their real lives. We talk about things that are in the two season of pod world. Exactly, because the two season of pod expanded universe, the TCEU, um, we're rivaling that of Marvel and DC Comics. You know, our the the, the it's just ever expanding. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. Um, what's been up, buddy? I haven't seen you in a bit. Yeah, We've been a little bit, a little bit inconsistent. We've been both very busy. It's been very busy. You know, summertime makes for, you know, uh, there's a lot of things to do. Cam, I can see you. You look like you're ready to hit the beach. Or you, the beach. I, I, you, you've, got a, you've got a great uh, collared shirt. It's buttoned up. The floral yep. pattern on it. Uh, I can see the sun just bursting its way um, into the light behind you. Uh, you look like you're ready to have a nice time. I'm always ready to have a nice time. I thought I'd change a little bit for work today. I was getting a little bit tired of wearing mm-hmm. t-shirts uh, on Zoom calls, so thought I'd do a button-up for the day. Right. So, it's, uh, nothing, it's a nothing it fancy. Hawaii day at work or something. Maybe you can get everybody. I just, I just I just think floral shirts are cool. You can get everybody on your calls in on you know dressing thematically. Thematically. Thematically, yeah. That means theme based. Uh, yeah. Yeah. One time at my other office, it was a Halloween day, and we were all supposed to wear costumes, and I was the only person that wore a costume in the office. Why didn't womp, anybody else womp, wear costumes? Womp. I don't know, but I definitely stole the show that day because I showed up as a giant octopus. <laughs> so not only were you dressed as a costume, but it was like an inconvenient costume that everybody noticed right away. I mean, it wasn't like, what are you? It's like, oh, you're very obviously an octopus. You well, have eight may, arms and someone may too. have thought Someone may have thought you were a squid. Maybe a couple of those arms were maybe pinned back a little the bit. Com- they the company see. was called Octopus. Oh, so they, uh, you're surprised there wouldn't be more octopi in that kind of situation. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think people are very spirited there. At my new job, a lot of people dressed up. So that's fun. Um, I think I went as a... Um, uh, what do you, what's that? Pr- Price is Right. Price is Right game. I was a contestant. You oh, you were a contestant on the Price is Right. So you wore a monotone, bright colored shirt, and then a yellow name tag. Yeah. And right. that, and that's about it. That's about it. Well, every department was supposed to have a theme. So oh, okay, so you were all with, Price is Right, except for the host. Oh, okay. Did you have a Vanna White of sorts also? 
No, that's the wrong. Uh, that, that's the wrong show. That's the wrong. That's the wrong game. Is that Never the mind. one? Is that the Latina in the tight dress? No, I was thinking the woman who flips the letters on uh, on on Wheel. No, of that's Fortune. Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, yeah, wrong show. Um, I don't know if this counts for anything, but our Steve Harvey was black, so that's I, I think that adds some extra points. Well, I'm pretty points. sure that well, I'm pretty sure that's Family Feud. Oh shit! Yeah, you're thinking Bob Barker or Drew Carey. Oh, I looks like I had this all mixed up then. Okay, wait. Are you sh- okay? Wait. Now it's sounding like Cam and stop me if you may. It sounds like you went as Family Feud contestants, not Price is Right contestants. Oh, probably then. Yeah. Okay. If you had a Steve Harvey, then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the whole day of Halloween, you're picturing yourself Anyone could ask me. as yeah. a Price is Right contestant. I guess the only difference between Price is Right contestants and Family Feud contestants is that the Family Feud contestants are often dressed up a little nicer. They, they'll they have a button-up shirt. or Are they on the same – are they on, like, monocolored shirts? Yeah, just collared uh, – well, collared shirts, but Price is Right, that's where they wear pretty much just T-shirts. <laughs> I think we were wearing t-shirts, and then we had big tags over us, though, with numbers. Ah, man, this is this is hard to tell what what game show uh, you actually went as now. Now I'm, now I'm all lost. Who does Steve Harvey work for? Family Feud. Who does he really work for? Uh, the Illuminati. The uh, Illuminati, okay. Yes. I'm with you. Anyone else? Hillary Clinton. Okay. Benghazi. Okay. Um, and he's also associated with one of our co-ops. He works underneath him. Oh, interesting. Okay. So um, does that mean yes or no on the Family Feud? Uh, Let me look this up. Nice to get a little Steve, Steve Harvey backstory. You think, you think it's – you think it's – okay. So Steve Harvey works for who again? Family Feud? Alu the Illuminati? Both. Well, I'm sure Family, Family Feud is probably like a uh, it's probably like a TBS show or no, you know what? Peach Tree TV. That's my guess for uh, Tree TV. There's a there's a show that just has I don't know anymore, man. Nah, Cam, no, are you looking? Are you looking nice. at the internet again? I want to figure out this thing. What's the okay? What's the one with the? It's got to be Price is Right. Yeah, with who's Drew, the host of Price is Right? Drew Carey is the host of Price is Right. Yeah, it had to be prices right then. Yeah, yeah, that's what it looked like. <laughs> glad we, yeah, fi- glad we I figured guess, it out. I'm glad that you also bought in 100% to this group costume. What often scares me about group costumes is that uh, I will part- I would participate and I wouldn't have bought in all the way or I'm half-assing it or I really don't care about it. And Cam, I'm glad that yeah. you, really, uh, you really put that aside and really dove into the character of A Price is Right. I mean, they really just told us. They said, "Please wear a colored shirt with nothing mm-hmm. on it, even if it has something on it. Just turn it inside. Please, just help us out there. We'll make the tags for you." Did you act out a little skit, like as if you were playing a round of the prices? Right, like somebody brought out like a stapler, and then you were like three fifty, three fifty, Drew, and then somebody else says, "Oh, I'm gonna say four four seventy five, and then someone else you're forgetting is like, that Steve Harvey was the guest host. Wait, so oh, Cam, this is going nowhere so fast. Um, no, we didn't play a skit out, but the Steve Harvey did have a fake microphone, and he brought it around to some people. 
the Drew Carey. But he might have been part of a di- Steve Harvey. He said he was Steve Harvey. Oh wait, so this was this was a special episode of Guest The Price episode. Is Right, yeah. where mm-hmm. Steve Harvey is hosting. Was it a crossover? Like, did Drew? Did they do a little wife swap? Did Drew Carey go over to? Was there also like a family feud group? Yeah, and then at one point, one of the contestants says, "Steve Harvey on The Price Is Right." What is this? A crossover episode? Uh, yeah, and, and it was, and it was. It was, yeah. One of the few times where somebody asks if it's a crossover episode, and it actually is a crossover episode. That just never seems to no. happen. No. I mean, have you have you ever watched a really good cross episode? Cross, I don't think I have ever. I don't even know if there's ever been a good one. I think there was one with American Dad and, like, The Simpsons, maybe? No, there's uh, one with The Simpsons for sure. Family Guy and The Simpsons did one. I love watching you think sometimes, Cam. Sometimes, you know, like, very few people can I actually see the gears start to turn. Uh, they get going, they don't stop. And that's exactly what it is. I can see the gears turning in your brain um, sometimes. And I, and I got to say, I got to say, you are right. Family Guy and Simpsons did have two crossover episodes, Cam. What was the other one? It was like a two-parter. But it, but it was but you know oh you're was, right because they came to Quahog or something like that uh, opposite <laughs> no you yeah sure? oh they yeah, went yeah, to yeah, you're yeah, right yeah. Yeah, you're right you're right they went to Springfield that's correct that's correct meet Cam. the Simpsons it's a yabba dabba family that's the song right the old yabba dabba family you know the uh, the 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 heavy set dumb man who is somehow inexplicably married to the a, a gorgeous woman uh is a trope that that all cartoons are going to live with forever no mm-hmm. actually let's think about this okay let's american dad yes he's not okay he is he's buff, though he's inconsiderate of every single one of her feelings okay yes that's true um what about Rick and Morty? Does that fit in that spectrum? Uh, prob- probably. I mean, a little bit different, but again, um, a man who didn't seem doesn't seem to care for any of his wife's needs, wants. Good point. Maybe is that just like marriage p- portrayed in cartoons? No, um, just- no, it's just a thing. It's just a thing. Maybe it's funnier that way. I guess maybe it allows for more liberties with the uh, the main the father character, or maybe the people who write these shows are just fucked, and uh, this is all they know how to write. That's that's definitely a possibility. Right? I mean, that. think about it. Think about it. Yeah, I don't know. I've never met a writer before. I've met no? people in television. Oh yeah. No, I'm not. I don't hang out with artsy people. No, you don't. You don't. You uh, oppose the arts, actually, Cam. You uh, recently defund the arts was a hashtag you tried to start. Luckily, not through the two season of pod social medias. Uh, you were kind of handling this uh, on your own. Uh, I think the biggest question I had and a lot of us uh, looking into the hashtag was just why? Uh why not is a better hmm. question. Interesting. Um, I mean, we can give a hundred reasons why. For example, arts, while can be very lucrative at the top level, mostly aren't. Okay. Business, 
money. That's all I need to say about that. Right, so you're looking after the T-sheets right now. You're looking after looking the... Uh, at, looking after the, the P's and Q's here. Yeah, yeah. Looking at yeah. the bottom line. Looking at that... Looking at that, uh, looking at that gross product as well as that net product, um, just not seeing it with the arts. Also, I just find when I speak with artists a lot, we're just on different wavelengths. We're just we're thinking different ways and can't wrap my head around it a lot of times. I mean, good on them, but I think we should defund them all. Def- defund the arts, you know? Uh, De- no, not the, not the arts. The people who represent the arts. Oh, defund the artists. Take their money, give it to good podcasts or something like that or um industry is like um two season of pod industries Inc. Like, incorporated you know incorporated yeah and the, um, the first incorporated non-for-profit uh speaking of incorporated places you want to hear some nonsense um you know when places like tim hortons or like literally anywhere raise money they're like give would you like to donate to blank 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 and you're like, sure, I'm a good person. I'll donate that. And then you do. And then they just take that money, take some of it for themselves, and then write the rest off as a tax deduction. Okay. And you're like, oh, man. So you're taking all the credit here for, or like, giving all this money to X, Y, and Z. But really, you're just reducing your income and paying less in taxes. That's Biggest true. scam out there. Scam. That seems like a smart move. They get all they get all the credit, and it costs them a little bit less. It costs them a lot less. Well, that, then that sounds like that's a smart business move. And we're the suckers for letting them do it. Yeah. Well, just so you know, folks, never donate through those if you want. If you really want to donate, donate yourself. Because you don't. If they were really charitable, they'd just donate the money themselves. Because they have strong financials. That's a good point. No Frills asked me the other day, would Jake spend $2 to give to the Daily Food Bank? And I said, go fuck yourself. So you told them? You can't tell me what to do with my money. Yeah, I told them to to their face. To their faces. I told them to go fuck themselves. You're a grocery store. Why do I have to donate to the food bank? Yeah, you have plenty of food here. I just went, it took me so long to go through the food to find the stuff I want. Yeah, I, 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 I took a little bit of food for myself and I barely scratched the surface on the total amount of food that's available here. You have plenty. There is so much food. Yeah. The you finish you finish shopping and then there's the bins, right? It's like, would you like to donate the groceries you just dropped off? You're like, how about you do that, or or be like this. We'll whatever you give, we'll five times it. We'll do yeah, it five I, times. I'm sick and tired of this. You know, we'll match the donation or things like yeah. that. No, no more matching. More, no more matching. Double, triple, quadruple, sink, tuple, whatever we give. Twin tuple, yeah. Whatever I give, I want a 5x return on it. Because what do we say in business? If it's not 5x, say it with me. It's, it's not, not nothing. Not wing. nothing. It's not nothing. It's not nothing if it's not, not 5x. Nothing. Oh, it's not? It's nothing. It's nothing. That's, it's the, nothing. First, yeah. that's the first thing they teach you. First rule of business. Yeah. 5x or nothing. 5x or wipe my x. That's what they say. Yeah, long gone are the days of BOGO. It should be bow, get, bow gif. Buy one get five. <laughs> Buy one get five. Um, Cam, Buy that. Buy one get five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah. 
Wow. So great. It's so great that we're here. For, it's so great that we're here. So great we're here with uh, Peter Schiff here at Business Hour, uh, talking talking politics, talking money. Um, yeah, thanks, for, thanks everyone for tuning in for your best financial advice. Yeah, I, I guess they're tuning. I guess they're tuning in for exactly that game. Is this some change to the programming that I wasn't made aware? You know, we have this large whiteboard in the office where we uh, usually jot down so many of our ideas. I don't. I don't see the business, business topic. Business. Coming up on anywhere of these whiteboards. Uh, Cam, is there anything you have to ex- want to explain to us? This new programming we have coming on the show? Uh, yeah, we call it the good idea, bad idea, red ocean, blue ocean, Porter's Five Forces, um, SWOT analysis, business hour. Um, mm-hmm. we, ha- we have an acronym for it. Uh, it doesn't say anything, but it is an acronym because that's what we like to use in business. Rule number one about business, get acronyms. Make sure no one understands them. Yeah, an acronym to a business. An acronym doesn't have to make sense. Like it can be what seems like a random series of letters all mashed together. It doesn't have to make an actual word. Just like bogof. Just like bogof. Buy one get five. Yeah. Buy one get five. That's not an actual word. Neither is bogo, by the way. Uh, but for some reason, maybe we hear it. We think to ourselves, maybe it already means something. I'm not sure. Like, do we think bogos in the dictionary? Do you think it's good? It's a good enough of a word to actually make it? No, I don't think acronyms can go in the dictionary. No, is that part of their uh, quali- like qualifications? Rule number three of dictionaries: no acronyms. Because they're always adding new new shit to that dictionary. It's going to have to be one of these days. They're going to have to add an acronym. I don't think so. Uh, maybe LOL. Maybe you think LOLs in there. I think LOL is probably in there. It could be lol. Lols. L a w l, no, that's <laughs> that's just slang. I'm sure I'm sure there's a slang dictionary somewhere out there. Which, by the way, I'm sure that thing is ever expanding. Like they the must have dictionary? very low. Oh my god, that's I'm urban sure dictionary gets more words than uh, dictionary uh, ever has. Rule number nine of dictionaries. Rule, yeah, d- the dictionary rule set uh, is a new project of ours. We're really trying to define. The things which are allowed to be defined. A uh, new project of ours, we're working with the people over. We're working with Miriam and Webster on this one. Usually they've been in the dictionary game so long together, they don't even like to talk. They send a proxy to each other's meetings. Miriam and Webster, they don't talk to each other. They don't want to hang out anymore. But somehow, Cam and I, we have actually gotten Miriam and Webster in the same room. They're talking again. They've been, uh, they've been hanging out, gaming a lot. Which has been pretty cool Gaming? playing playing some Rocket League, a little bit. Yeah, Do you know that the the proxies for Mirian and Webster actually have a secret relationship. The, I the, saw them in the janitor's closet, slamming stumps. <laughs> Uh, that I did not know that. I did hear rumors that um the janitor closet has become a uh, a hookup zone. Over at the Two Seasons Pod podcast, I think it's because we put uh, we, we we now we have a we wanted a policy here. We wanted um, beds in all the rooms just because uh, sometimes I want to take a nap and I don't want to go all the way back to my office to do it. 
of course, uh, or go back to the studio to do it. As we know, the ND mattress is still living in the Two Seasons Pod Ooh. studio. Uh, it's still an incredible mattress. You can use uh, promo code Two Seasons Pod uh, to maybe, I don't know, gain 25%. Try it out. Uh, just maybe see what would happen. But um, if, if it's not 5X, it's, say it with me. If nothing. It's not five X. It's, it's nothing. nothing. Um, which is exact. Which is exactly right. Uh, I can't wait till we actually have a fully fle- like a fully fleshed out business episode, Cam, and you can really just lead our leaders through two and a half, three hours of learning business. Yeah, we can definitely do that. We can do a little stock market update. Stock market um, I mean, updates, new changes in HR policy, uh, or maybe you know sort of, sort of things like that. I don't know. Is that business? That's business. That's I mean business. First rule of business is if it's if it's if not five x, it's, it's not That's rule number two. Rule number three: markets are up. Um, use a duck. If markets are down, use a clown. Never forget it. S and P up zero point four percent. Nasdaq up 052 percent, and the Dow Jones is also up. Markets are up. You're a duck. Duck. That means you're swimming. That means you're swimming in the cash, baby. And if markets are down, everyone's laughing at you because you're a clown. Rule three of business. Or everyone's scared of you. I find clowns yeah, can maybe scared you, clowns yeah. can go either way. Either you can be scared by them. Or yeah. uh, you're just laughed at, uh, which is fantastic, Cam. It's great to hear the business is still going on in the world and um, that you're still aware of it, Cam. I think it's about time we move right along through here to the show. And uh, let's play a game, why don't we? Why don't I run you through some March Madness? Oh, let's hear it. Uh, a couple weeks ago, um, a couple weeks ago, we we had uh, we we had a very fun March Madness regarding the Ron Jeremy porn uh, titles. Of course, you know the IMDb filmography breakdown of Ron Jeremy and his uh, currently one thousand five hundred fifty eight movies that he has credited, uh, which is insane. Um, however. Uh, this week, we're actually going to look at 219 movies that Ron Jeremy directed. That's right. This guy's resume is nonstop. Writer, producer, director, um, and everything in between cams. So today, you're going to hear eight uh, Ron Jeremy porn directing titles. And folks at home, if, if you're playing, how and why? Um, and if you don't know how to play the game, look at a fucking March Madness bracket. We're not explaining it to you again, Or Cam. an NHL bracket. Or a bracket of any kind, except mathematical brackets. I don't think those would per- those would apply in this particular situation, but maybe you can try them. We're going to see if it finds out. Cam, I, your first matchup of the first round. These are all real names of Ron Jeremy directed movies. We have... Anal holics taking on Franken penis. Well, um, let me try and get. I just yeah. So let's look at some storylines here. Yes, please. I'd love to hear some plot information if you have anything, any insight. Okay, so I'm I'm hoping Johnny Sins is definitely part of either one of these, and um, I'm hoping a co-star could be Johnny Depth. Um, Tap Johnny now, Depp. <laughs> <laughs> um, now I imagine in the um, 
Is it anal? No, it's anal addiction. Is that what it's called? Analholics. Analholic, yeah. Uh, def- definitely pretty good play on words. Um, is it a guy that I think... Yeah, I can't imagine as much storyline to this one. I think this one, he just probably bangs a few different chicks. And each one I was getting the, put in the pooper. Um, but if I'm going to assume a storyline to it, he's with his wife and she's just not putting out the, uh, the anal. And then his secretary at the office is like, I love it. And then so they bang and then that scene's over. Then he goes back to the house and they have a fight. And then he's like, that's Johnny Depp speaking. Right. And then, um, then they do anal. Um, so that's my theory. <laughs> so that one's definitely, he's addicted, but then they both leave him cause they find out they're sleeping with each other. And then he's just on the streets and a man finds him. And he's like, what is your problem? Are you a drug addict? He goes, I'm say it with me. I, I, don't, me. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to say it. <laughs> I don't want to say it with you. Say it at home folks. Say it at home uh, folks. Whatever. Now the other movie, um, that one was called. You've forgotten already. <laughs> yeah, it's called Frank and Penis. Frank and Penis. Yeah, I mean, I think I think they could have come up with a better name, like Frank and Cock. Like Frank and Penis, just a little bit too on the nose. Um, not the biggest fan of it. I'm hoping that the storyline is that a mad mad scientist, definitely female lead character. Uh, as a bad scientist, and um, she comes up with a radical invention, and then he just goes across the town and just bangs everybody with his franken penis. <laughs> so it's not quite just the plot of Frankenstein. No, no, no. It's a whole new st- reimagining of the story uh, where he goes around and bangs the whole town. Bangs the whole town. Perfect. But they're all okay with it because we don't want that kind of movie. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and take uh, whatever the first name was. I like that one better. I thought it was a better creative title. Well, the first one I said, I said Frankenpenis and Analholics. Analholic. I want Analholic. Well, yeah, I should have known after last time's results. Cam, you really need to work on your uh, love you, bud. You need to work on your just kind of remembering. Uh, maybe we can uh, hit that mark on this next topic because we do, or this next matchup rather, where uh, we have Nightmare on Lesbian Street taking on Cocktails. Um, how's Cocktail spelt for clarification? How do you, how do you think it's spelt? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that answer for all I need to know. Um, cocktails, um, I imagine is about, um, just some hens in a yard and, um, it's, it's a family friendly movie. So I don't know why you put that on the list. Um, (laughs) (laughs) and another one, Nightmare on Lesbian Street (laughs) is about a guy who moves into the neighborhood and then it's an all lesbian neighborhood. And then he just causes disruption because um, all these lesbians thought they had such a great community, but they all start to want him. And just madness in 12 different sex scenes ensues until the final sex scene where it's all of them. So that's definitely has my vote. You're going for Nightmare on Lesbian Street? Yeah. I see, again, Cam, I'm surprised you just didn't, you just didn't take the plot of Nightmare on Elm Street and make it... Uh... 
make it make it sexual, but that's okay. I've never that's seen okay. it. Uh, next up, Cam, we have uh, our third first-round matchup. We have Ebony Humpers taking on E3, the extra testicle. Ebony Humpers? Ebony Humpers. Ebony Humpers. Um, that's not even that clever a name, really. That's uh, Is that a play on words of any sort? And I, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen the movie. Good point. And second one was called. Sorry, I had a thought in my mind. Oh, Cam! Oh my God! See, I, the problem is, I feel like it just takes out a lot of the spontaneity of hearing things because I often have to uh, recall Speed so much them. details. Uh, do you remember what the first one I said was? Ebony Humpers. Okay, versus... so you remember that? I'm just gonna. It's been 25 seconds. I thought maybe uh, you may have forgotten. Versus E3, the extra testicle. E3. Or e- yes, Cam. E.T. Oh, the extra testicle. Okay, yeah, that one resonates with me. Uh, so I'm definitely going to take the win on that one. Any uh, any insight as to the plot of the film, or are you, uh, are you done with that uh, that particular element? Um, E.T. E- Wait, is it E3 or E.T.? No, e- extra testicle. All right, remember, we're getting better at this. Um <laughs> E.T. has, I don't even know how they would tie that one to the original plot. I think they just take popular names and just make their own. Okay, so you Maybe don't you'll... so you don't picture like, uh, you know, there's like a crash landing in someone's shed and they come out and then they see that it's an alien who's like a humanoid alien, but they have three balls instead of two. And then the entire family is not only mesmerized that there's an alien in their house, but they're mesmerized by this three balled creature. And they're also like sexually aroused and turned on. And then eventually I'm going to say at the climax will be when they're biking over the moon like that scene is still gonna happen, but they're like blowing each other over the moon or something, because of course that is the uh, the you know the biggest scene of the film. It has to happen, and maybe like instead of Reese Pop, like instead of like you know luring him into his room with uh, Reese's pieces, it's like they're luring them in with I don't know sex toys. I don't I don't know. There's something there. There's something we can work with. I think half the battle is just coming up with a name. Then you can just work the story around that. I and I think I think it's the other way around. I think it's pick a movie and then just play on the name. Oh, you just think like pick literally any movie. I think it's literally pick any movie and then just like make t- the title sexual, like sexualize the title right. and then Titanic film. Titanic goes to Titanic. Sure, yeah. Gangs of New York becomes Gangbang of New York. And then you can just make the exact same plot except incorporating sex elements uh, all throughout. I think it's it's, uh, easier than we think it is. What do you think think the... Go ahead. No, what were you going to say? I was going to say, what's the average amount of sex scenes in a a full-length Ron Jeremy film, you think? That's a good question. I've been checking out a lot of these. A lot of these are tapping out at like 55 minutes. <laughs> that seems to be the length <laughs> of a Ron Jeremy film. Um, I don't know. Like, does an orgy... Well, I mean, that brings up the question. Does an orgy count as one scene? Because yes. if you if you had a 20-minute orgy of, you know, 16, 17, 18 people going at it, it it's seems like it should three. be more than one scene. 
I would say it's probably three. It's like a little bit of plot at the beginning, 15 minutes of sex. Uh, so you're probably at 20 minutes there. You only have 40 minutes to fill. And mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you do two more 15 minute scenes and then you have an only another 10 minutes. Do you need a conclusion? I feel yeah. like all porn movies end the same. No, I think, well, I think, yeah, the main character would need to have two scenes. And then I think, like, the secondary character may need to have one scene, <laughs> like, of their own. Like, the, the subplot. Yeah. I don't know. It's, uh, maybe we should do more research. <laughs> Further research is needed, Cam. Uh, do you want to hear we your... need to do? Maybe we need to watch all these and then do our top five of them. <laughs> exactly. The top five, like, actually, like, which ones were the best. Uh, what I would love to see would be, yeah, the sex scenes edited out version. Uh, so we can purely get a sense of which is the better film. Uh, yes. Cam, are you ready for your final first round matchup? Yeah. Okay, so first up, we have Sore Throat taking on As Cute As They Come. Sore Throat coming on As Cute As They Come. Oh, I got it now. I was like, As Cute As They Come. Um, Oh, that's fun. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Sore Throat. How many sequels did it get? Uh, I I, I don't know that information. Um, I'm sure, you know, maybe, maybe the first one was so commercially successful. It's maybe got a couple spinoffs, maybe, uh, you know, a couple Uh, like spinoff franchises of like sore butt or sore crotch. I don't know. All sorts of things. Yeah. See, this one doesn't even sound like it's a play on a movie though. I don't think it is. Yeah. But it's, but it is quite a description as to what you're going to see. And the end result, somebody's throat will be sore. Just like yeah. ebony humpers. Some hump some some ebonies are gonna be humped. It's pretty simple. Um Okay, so then if, if we go with that. I mean, as cute as they come, I think because I didn't get the name at first, that definitely gets my nom. But the thing I don't like about these that, that I don't think they're gonna go deep is they don't have a storyline that I can get behind. Yeah, well, you I mean you can make it? You can make up the story. I guess, but you know, I think the other ones write themselves. Well, I mean, the other ones, come. the other ones, you rewrote, you rewrote Frankenstein and Nightmare on Elm Street and E.T. Why can't you rewrite? Why can't you just suddenly write a new one? Because they had fractions of the original movie in them. As cute as they come, has nothing to give me. Maybe it's uh, it has nothing, and therefore your uh, your mind just draws a blank. Just yeah, I got no like I say, all business, no artistic. Right, all right brain. Defund defund the arts. Yeah. Defund the arts. <laughs> so Cam, what's it gonna be? Sore throat or as cute as they come? Oh yeah, no, it's as cute as they come. Perfect. Well that concludes our first round matchup, so let's right move straight along to this second round. Uh, our second first round matchup. Um we have our second first second round matchup rather. We have Anal Holics taking on Nightmare on Lesbian Street. Ooh. Um I think I liked my plot for Nightmare on uh Lesbian Street better. So I'm gonna roll with that one. And for a reminder, a straight guy moves into town. It's a, a whole lesbian group uh that live in that town. Madness ensues, minimum three different sex scenes. And uh, a happy ending in the end where there's a giant family. 
See, I see, I see where whenever the women fall asleep, it's a Freddy Krueger style lesbian who bangs them in their dreams. And that's what I, uh, and maybe kills them. Maybe like if they bang them in your dream, they kill you or something. But uh, I, I see it being more staying true to the Wes Craven franchise. Cam, are you ready for your second second round matchup? Let's hear it. We have E3, the extra testicle, taking on as cute as they come. Uh, I mean, I got to go E.T. again. I keep hearing E3 because I feel yeah. like that also makes sense. Because I keep, I keep saying E3. That's oh, why, that's okay. why you keep. That's why you keep hearing it because I keep saying it. Oh, okay. But extra testicle ET. What? What? Right? I mean, they could both could work. I mean, sure. I guess they could both work. Uh, maybe we can contact Mr. Jeremy directly and ask him. Hey, what was about uh, you know your idea behind naming E3 the extra testicle? I mean, for us, maybe it's just a matter of us checking it out, and we can tell for ourselves. Maybe there's some specific plot information um, that reveals why it's called E3 the extra testicle. Not want to be on the homework for the week. Um, it could be more digging. <laughs> More and more research into the Ron Jeremy uh, franchise. Um, unlike um, Quentin Tarantino, has more than nine movies. Yeah, yeah. Take suck it, suck it, Tarantino. You ain't got shit on Ron Jeremy's directing uh, accolades. Cam, are you ready for the finals? Are you ready for the finals? Ready. I know you're ready. We know what we're having. These are two classic films. Um, in 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 cinema history, we have Nightmare on Lesbian Street taking on E three, the extra testicle. I liked your description of how S extra testicle played out, but I feel like you could add so much drama to um to Nightmare on Lesbian Street just because it has nothing to do with the plot line of Freddy Krueger. Am I do I have that one right, Freddy Krueger? That's correct. Okay. Um, it has nothing to do with that plot line, but that plot line of them just uh, one guy moving in, there's so much drama and so much character development you can have um, and so many secrets and so many lies. I mean, you could bring this into uh, a 60-episode uh, t- television show with no no problems. With no problems. HBO would greenlight six seasons HBO of this would pick immediately. That up. We're, we're pitching. We're pitching. You'd listen um, up. Was- listen up, Netflix. We got a series for you. It's 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 steamy. You like steamy. You like romance. You like drama, and you like a just just a tint of sex. You like if we agree on that, then you're gonna <laughs> love lesbians on Elm Street for the win. Nightmare on <laughs> lesbians on Elm Street. Nightmare on lesbian Street, Cam. For the win, can't even pronounce it. Uh, but it's walking home. It's walking home with gold today. Um, hundred thousand dollars. We'll give. We'll give Ron Jeremy a hundred thousand dollars for that. We'll yeah. take it out of our uh, arts donation, um, as well as our charities donation. Um, don't believe in those anymore because uh, we don't want to get tax deductions. So we don't believe in. T- we believe in helping the community, so we don't believe in tax deductions. That's exactly so it. Don't the give two, to charity. Two season of Pod Inc officially if i may if i may say this cam i just want to say this on the air on the radio live for all of your ears we refuse to donate to any charities to receive any sort of tax break 
tax deduction. We, we're not like those other Fortune 500 companies, although we are one of them. We are not going to donate just to, just to get a little money back in April. No. So as a result of that, we have uh, officially refused to donate to any charity. And that's official. That's We're official. Clawing back every donation we've made. And that's canon. That's canon. We learned. <laughs> we learned that word was a few weeks ago. Well, I think um, you before, learned what it was a few weeks ago. Um, I taught you what that word meant. Don't rope me into all of the words you. I. Ex- I, I, I know a you. lot. Of, I know a lot of words. Sometimes I help you out with them. Cam um, knows a lot of words. Miriam and Webster. Mary, uh, of course, Miriam and Webster. They are. Uh, they're. T- they're. They've been thinking about starting their own show, taking the slot um, right after Kim Mitchell, really adding to our our weekly lineup of shows. You got. You got Dalia. You got two season of pod. You got, <laughs> you got Kim Brian Callen now. Uh, Brian Callen's wow. on the on the barbecue now too. And, of course, Miriam Webster starting their very own podcast on this very, very much so network. They're just going to say words. They're just going to – it's just an hour and a half straight of them just going through their dictionary. They start at A, and who knows? Maybe with a little bit of help, you, we can get all the way to Z. Should I give you my quick, um, my quick sports update? We'll keep it under a minute. I, di- I didn't know that uh, there was a sports update, but Cam, why don't you tell me what you're going to tell me? Okay. You could say no. You want me to- we can move on. Why would I ever say no? I'm listening. I got, the- I got the cans on. The cans are on. The cans are hot, as they say. Well, um, I'm going to set a timer right now, and this will keep me honest. Do you have a timer, actually? Why? Why am I setting a? T- why? Why am I setting a timer? Because this is because timers are fun. Okay, That's so we're, we're you're you're getting a minute, Cam. Can I get a minute thirty? Sh- sure. I mean, it's your segment. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, Cam, right. you got a minute and thirty to tell me whatever the heck you're going to tell me. Starting in five, four, three, two, and go. This week, Cameron played a game of baseball, and his first one coming back from two seasons of not being able to play. At first, he was a little bit timid at the bat with only a single, but after that, he made a put out in the outfield. Up to bat next, he was able to hit a triple on base, sliding into third, avoiding a concussion because the ball did not hit his head. After that, he put out another put out in the outfield into roundup was able to put a double out onto the field, putting it deep into center left field, as well as batting in four during the game, brought in two runs himself. Other than that, because he did that fall this slide, he may be out next week with a slight wrist sprain. That's Cameron with his sports update for the week. For, 45 seconds to go. We can, we can call it. We've already, we've already set the timer. What am I supposed to do? I set the timer already. Uh, I don't. I can't go over though. So. Well, you, well, I mean, you certainly can't go. You certainly can't go this far under. We just this, thirty. This, 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 game, thir- this, thir- this, this is brought to you by TSN. This is brought to you by ESPN. This is brought to you by Toshi. So, do, should we just start counting down the seconds? So is, would that be easier? Yeah. Like twenty, yeah. nineteen. I need the timer. 18, yeah. Seventeen. Oh God! 16, tell me. Just kill the timer, 15, please. Fifteen. Fourteen. Thirteen. Eleven. Ten. By Nine. Brought to you by seven. Six. Four. Three. Two. One. 
I think I should only get 45 seconds next week. Cam, that was the end of your minute 30 sports segment, which will always be a minute 30 and will never waver. You are not going to get 45 seconds. You're going to hear more because, Cam, we, the listeners at home, want to hear your athletic accolades. I actually heard that uh, the Miami Marlins were check were actually at your game. You had a conversation with them afterwards. They said that they're at a current need for players, and uh, apparently you well, fit everything they were looking for. Yeah, they were teaching me how to throw a spitball. Yeah, Jeter. Jeter was there. He was uh, he was checking you out. Yeah, it was uh, a, you know we just had some beers afterwards, and uh, when you're having beers, you play a little bit of uh, pass the beer around the table, have a little sip, try everyone else's out. Fun game we play. Me of the, course, uh, if there's one thing I love doing with my uh, adult male friends is everyone everyone sips on the same Coors Light. Okay, well, they're they're not doing so well. They can only afford a few, so we just shared them. We yeah, we only had we only had a few Coors Lights available to us. Unfortunately, the Miami Marlins uh, aren't don't have the same revenue as they once had. You remember those days when you had to share beers with people? No. Why would you? Why never. would you do? Why would I do that? You never shared a beer with anyone in your life? No, I don't think so. Unless it was poured into a glass. I've definitely shared a beer with someone before. Why? Oh, must be nice. Must be nice living the high life, eh? Must be nice living the high life, and I don't know, buying your own booze, or uh, I don't know. Yeah, but we're talking about when you're like sixteen. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Whatever. Word of the day is demure, uh, which means effectively modest, reserved, serious, or coy. Moving on to our next game. And Word it's a final of the game. day. Where did this come from? Oh my God, Cam! You're did giving you too many read of the, the day. Did you not read the pre-show notes? I read the pre-show notes. You were supposed to go on for a minute thirty. You 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 said you had that planned. By the way, you came up to me. You said, Cam, you came into our production meeting. You said, Cam, I'm so excited. I have ninety seconds straight of sports action, and I was like, Hell yeah, let's give it to you. Let's give it to him. Let's give it a shot. I suggested forty-five seconds, but Cam, you know, you said, No, I got this. Well, you know what? I didn't have it, Cam. I was able to do even quicker. I was able to do even quicker. Um, well, I think, folks, unless, Cam, you have anything else to add, we have. Uh, not that you put put them in the pre-show notes, but in case you have some random thing that you want to uh I've got I've, I, I've got I've got no random thing as you know uh, there is a little section you know I, I of my random production notes which in which I have none so I believe that we should tarry no further and just take ourselves home with our final game of the day all right and that leads us to Ohio or no Ohio or some called headline or ass nine hey 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 Headline or asinine? Cam, why don't you lead us off with a good one? I'm pretty sure everybody calls it headline or asinine. You're the one uh, that calls it higher in Ohio. Um, Ohio or no Ohio, Cam? Scientists band together to save the endangered scrotum frog. Ooh, a very dangerous frog. Um, a lot of people don't like them because they attach to their scrotum, but um, 
you know what? Yeah, nice thing about that is it gets rid of the people who are pissing in forest or shitting in forest where they have to get that low. So um, I'm glad we're making that movement to keep them around to get rid of those kind of people because those people are scum. That's a headline. Cam, that's a headline. Of course, we're talking about the scrotum frog, or specifically the uh, tet. Uh, oh my god, Telmatobolus cuculus, which lakes uh, primi- primarily lives near Lake Titicaca, which is um, a lake which is on the border of Peru and Bolivia, where exactly that these. Things are dying. These things can get pretty big, though. They can actually show up to be like eight inches long. Um, But just over the years, uh, over the past 15, nope, sorry, 20 years, uh, the population has decreased by 80% just due to human beings living, just being human beings. Um, Of course, the scrotum frog gets its name (laughs) from uh, the (laughs) weird-looking flap that kind of covers its head all the way down its back and just kind of ends up looking like a scrotum. Poor thing. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I mean, a little bit surprised that it wasn't my explanation on the dot, but hey. Yeah, it's not a frog that attaches to your scrotum. It's, uh, I would have, ra- hey man, I would have rathered that too. All right, headline, bisexual men are real, study finds. Bisexual men are real, study finds. Yes. The old study finds headline. This one's always tough because you can kind of say any, you can say anything and just put the words study finds before or right. after it. And then it somehow exactly. sometimes goes evil. Defunding men. the arts is appropriate. Study finds. Study, study shows we should defund the arts. Right. I'd believe it. Hell, I'd buy it. That's a fuck. That should be. I'm going to write that, making it a headline in case anyone study hasn't finds, done that. Economic study finds 5X or it's nothing. I've Yeah, that that was published in Business Weekly. Of course, the uh, the highest publication. Qu- business of, Quarterly. <laughs> business. No, no, no. They're going weekly now. They're going <laughs> weekly now. No, no, no. The, uh, the market's turned up. And uh, Business Quarterly has moved over to Business Weekly. But more importantly, Uh. bisexual men are real. What I love about this is that this was written for a group of people who believed they were not. As if it was like uh, some kind of alien force. You know, where like it was, uh, it was just a a, a bit, a bit, a bit, a bit of a myth or a legend. People hear about bisexual men, but they don't actually exist until you meet one, and then you can spread the gospel that they actually exist. That's a headline. That's a headline, um, and this actually came from someone who originally had written a paper saying that bisexual men did not exist, saying they were gay but didn't want to admit it. He's now changed his mind by going through uh, other literature over the past 20 years, weeding out poor data and finding uh, a much more comprehensive look at male sexuality. So if you're curious, um, you know, you're allowed to be back curious. I love that this guy did a follow-up, too. He was kind of like, you know, to all my loyal viewers, uh, 17 years ago I wrote an article and now I've come to review it. Now it's time for me to... Hi, Oil. Yeah. To... Keep yawning? Am I boring you, Cam? Am I boring you? Is the sun not shining on your face enough? 
Shine on you crazy diamond. Give me one. Give me a headline. I'm craving for it, huh? Craving for a gro- jo- ju- juicy Jones headline. in for a juicy headline, Cam. Here we go. Pluto officially reinstated as a planet. Oh, boy. We can't keep going back and forth on this one. Um, you know, I was looking at the night sky this weekend, and something was called to me. Um, but this one, I don't know. I think I would have heard the news about this one because it's a pretty big deal. Uh, is it NASA that's given the answers to this one? Naha. 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 Never a straight answer, NASA. Um, I don't believe it. I just can't believe that they're going to take back their word on that. Um, I know it's pretty far away, so it's difficult to see, but come on, guys. Make up your mind. No one's ever going to question you if you just say one thing or the other. So stop flip flopping. Asinine. That's Asinine. They haven't done it yet, but I'm. But. While searching, uh, I did find, like, multiple campaigns of people, kind of like Average Joe's, trying to get its planet status back. Uh, so I think maybe this is where Reddit and the internet could really come in to, you know, write those emails to the people at Naha, you know, from, from the Two Season of Pod podcast. Let's get this started. Let's get Pluto back on planetary status. Headliner S9. Kitchener man confused by stolen and returned set of wheels. Confused by stolen and returned set of wheels. Okay, so you buy a car from somebody on a beautiful platform like Kijiji. Maybe Rachel from Kijiji. Sold someone Kijiji today. Maybe Rachel from Kijiji is selling her, uh, you know, her t- her 2014 Mazda 3. Where's Rachel? And then you... <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, you know, you buy the car. It's a hatchback. It's uh, got, you know, it doesn't have many miles on it. Only 86,000. She only really drove it within the city. Um, this is going to be a great vehicle for you, your wife, your newborn. Um, it's you know it's a safe vehicle. It's going to get you out of the city. It's going to get you where you want to go. Um, but then, uh, unfortunately, uh, you had a, a, a tough time in your life. You know, your father passes away and leaves behind his 2020 CRV for you to take. And you know, I mean, you would be you would be foolish to not take the newer car with the heated seats, with the Bluetooth connection, with the rear-facing camera. It's a safer vehicle for you, your wife, your daughter. So you bring that Mazda 3 in to a dealership hoping, hey, I mean, I just bought this. Maybe I can get something for it. And they say to themselves, hey, this car was stolen. They say, no, I, I purchased it off of a buyer on Kijiji. Everything's legit. They say, no, nah, bitch. Somebody stole this car from this dealership. That's a headline. Damn. Asinine. Made it up. But I think the thing that you're missing there is I was going off the line that it wasn't the full car. It was the wheels. Like the tires. What did you say? Rims. I said, so the headline was Kitchener Man confused by stolen and returned set of wheels, as in, like, the tires and the rims. Oh, I was saying, like, set of wheels, like a, yeah, yeah, like yeah, a you, euphemism you interp- for a car. You interpret it differently, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, That's fine. It would have been fun, though, either way. It would have been fun. Cam, I have one more headline here for you. Are you ready for it? I'm always ready. Domino's in New Zealand stops giving free pizza to Karen's. 
Ooh, to any Karens? Did it say to Karen or Karens? To Karens, plural. Plural. Um, stopped giving free pizza to Karens. Um, I could see outrage to start off, uh, but they're coming. It's coming from Karens, so I mean, it just the internet meme is true, and it just kind of. I think Domino's does have a very wise cracking social media so even if they're like hey we're giving like some dumb tweet we're like we're giving free pizzas to everybody that um comes in the next 24 hours unless your name's karen and that was like the the tweet and then that obviously because you can make i had somehow you can make an article out of a tweet which is 140 <laughs> characters or less but you can somehow no it's, it's 280 now you know they bumped it up no oh. Perfect. Um, so you can make like five articles now. But what do we say, Cam? If it's not 5X, it's nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. Um, anyway, um, I'm going to go ahead and say it's real. And I think it's like a publicity stunt. Cam, that is a headline. However, I would hardly say it's a, uh, a promotional stunt, but Domino's in New Zealand and some parts of Australia has have had to pull their promotion offering free pizzas for people named Karen. So here was the deal. Uh, the pizza chain launched the promotion saying that all law-abiding Karens uh, are eligible to enter online for a chance to win free pizza. You know, you were gonna, you had to prove your name was Karen. You order on, you order online, you may get a free pizza. However, it received so many complaints of people claiming that uh, the entire promotion was insensitive. You know, there were Karens online on Facebook, on Twitter, who were saying it's a tough time to be a Karen. You know, and, and, and putting more focus onto this isn't certainly helping anybody. You know, uh, Domino's has since apologized, of course, saying like, hey, we just thought that this could be fun and didn't think that people would actually be pissed. Um, and That's life. Isn't that, isn't that pretty much life? Uh, people got pissed about the normal reasons, like... You're giving free pizzas to people named Karen, but there's a million people unemployed. You know, like those type of reasons. Those are bullshit, though. It's like you could be like, you're not giving money to the arts, but you're gonna give money to like Lockheed Martin. You're like, yeah, because we need to bomb people, and death is important. Um, exactly, exactly. And However, like, people like what? There's no real argument there on the other side, but people can try and make one. But yeah stupid all around you know it's 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 i guess they were trying the dominoes was just trying to have fun to put a smile on people's face um <clears throat> the final quote i have here that i gotta say is that quote it's unfortunate it got turned completely into something negative i was really hoping for some free pizza um said a woman named karen who was actually just hoping for some free goddamn pizza god people suck and there you no. have it that's headliner ass nine. Uh, I still got one for you, big fella. Oh shit, you do. I started right, 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 right. Speaking of injustices, headliner ass nine. Quote: No one told me. Samoan end of quote. Samoan man serves five more years in prison than he had to. Ooh, I bet this happens all the time. Like. 
something messed up on your paperwork or an extra digit was pressed. And I mean, surely don't prisons have like an over overpopulation problem to begin with? They do, yeah. Like there's so many goddamn prisons and so many goddamn prisoners. I mean, it, it would have to be as common as it's a simple clerical error. I mean, it, it's as common as you know, uh, mis- mistakenly being marked for skipping class in high school, you know, a Scantron error or something as something as simple as, you know, a doctor calling you with somebody else's test results <laughs> and everything in between. I think that this could totally fucking happen. And imagine that. I mean, I've never been in prison myself, but I imagine if I were, would, I would be... um carving the days out on my cell you know in that classic in that classic like one two three four cross one two three four cross um and really trying to count down the days uh but he said five years too long you must really love prison to at one point over a five-year span not ask around like hey by the way can i get an update of when i'm getting out it's like hey i know it's been it's been like three years since i asked you last uh when am i getting out when am i getting out just checking in on that. I know we spoke. Hey guys, just checking in. Ago. We spoke like four and a half years ago. I was just wondering when I'm getting hate, out. Hate to bug you. Hate to hey, bug you. I really hate but to do this. Um, this. you know, and uh, you know, uh, I don't want to have to kill you. <laughs> but what am I getting out? <laughs> That's a headline. Yeah. That's a That's headline, headline, Cam. Um, Give it to me. So originally, the guy was supposed to spend five years in prison, and I, I don't understand this part of the law, but. He was supposed to have been given, or he was given concurrent sentences, but they read them as consecutive sentences. So it was a mm. five-year term, and then it turned into ten. And his quote was, "No one told me when my jail term would end. I lost count of the days. I don't remember much about when I should be out. I just had to serve my time." Um, so now that's interesting because presumably the the biggest day of this man's life was hearing the sentence. But and I mean, you, like, it might be yeah. a little confusing. It's like you will serve two concurrent terms of five years, and you're like, so ten? ten? Like, I would be a little, be like two concurrent. Now so. I I only know I only know the law based off what I've seen on Law and Order, but I'm pretty yeah. sure that. You you have the right to remain silent. Anything you say right. can and will be used to, against you in a court of law. You have the right to an attorney if you cannot right. provide an attorney provide or an attorney will provide it for you. Isn't the attorney's point to clarify those that sort of information? Uh, like like yes, so you but you the hear thing f- is how many how many how many rules is that Cam? Four. I think that was the four rules of Law and Order. And what do we always say? Ah, fuck! If it's not five, it's nothing. Five x is nothing. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, so I mean, look at uh, look at our uh, look at our Samoan friend over here. You know, if it's not five, it's nothing. He was turn. He was sh- he was serving two fives. Yeah, so it's unfortunate for him overall. Um, it's unfortunate to- for him, but I bet the crime he committed it was far more unfortunate for the person or that uh you know was sort of suffered because of that. So uh, maybe uh, well, maybe not we, the do most. We wanna know? Do, we, do we want to know what he did? Because I do have that in front of me. Oh, or you do. do. Leave it? Yes. Yeah. What do you do? Um, burglary and theft in November two thousand eight. So yeah. Well, you know, it's burglary. Burglary is so That's this bad. is confused pretty often. Person's not there. He burgled. Robbery is when the person is. Is there. when they are present. Yeah, and then armed robbery. You know, pop pop. 
What about armed burglaries? Does anybody ever get uh, nabbed for that? Also, um, what what about what about theft? So, are you like, if you, that means he stole, he brought it out of the place. Okay, so if you snuck into somebody's house at night and rummaged around, burglary. That's fine. I we all do so. that. We all go into people's houses at night, sort of, you know, sort of like roll around on their bed, you know, kind of getting the, our smells all over the place. But it's, it's and until you actually take something, it's not actually uh, theft. Okay, so I got a definition here. Both a burglary and a robbery involve property and theft. However, in a burglary, a victim did not have to be present, though they could be. However, a robbery is the illegal act of taking a valuable from a person using intimidation or force. A victim has to be at the scene of a theft for a robbery to happen. Hmm. I don't know. I didn't really clear it up at all. Damn it. You know what? I mean, I thought having these Merriam-Webster guys here would help us define words. It was very nice of them, by the way, to sort of... They're sitting there in the control booth. They sort of slipped in this little definition to us, uh, which was actually extremely helpful. Usually, you and I find ourselves pontificating as to what words could mean. It is very nice to uh, kind of go straight to the source on this one. Uh, and fun fact, you can't actually steal back what you already own. Um, so... Someone asked on the question board, can you steal something that you own? No, you can't. So someone, if you were to steal something from me and I go steal it back, I do not have a theft or a burglary, but I could get a robbery. Or maybe I couldn't get a robbery. Not sure. <laughs> These are legal questions for later. For next week's legal segment, folks, write all your legal questions to twoseasonpod at gmail.com. We will answer them live with a lawyer um, and hopefully maybe even the Merriam-Webster guys. Cam, I think that's about all the time we have for this week's podcast. Cool. Um, before I finish up, I just want to give you one guess because uh, this is my fun fact of the week. How many movies has Will Ferrell been in? I'm going to say 78. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. The answer was at least 71. Tune at least <laughs> at least 71. Price is right rules I went over. Remember to rate, review, like, subscribe to the podcast because we're everywhere, you know, Google Play, Spotify, Apple Music, still working on that Spotacast app. It's coming to you. Remember to write all your questions down to seasonpod at gmail.com because we would love to hear from you. Perfect. All right, buddy. We'll talk a little later. Have a great night. And we'll talk. Uh, we will talk a little later. Bye, folks. Take care. Continuing tonight on Two Season of Pop. 96.7 on your. Two season a pod, 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 two